so last week I shared one of the values of this church is caring for those who are struggling. That's not true at every church. I have served congregations where the most important thing was upholding an image and looking like you had it all together. Repeat after me. Thank you, Kurt, for appearing in such a way as to not add to the burden of looking like we have it all together. (laughs) You're welcome. I set a low bar for a reason. Um, Caring for those who are struggling is, is not a priority for every church. It's just how it is. But for this church, it is, and that is so important to us. I believe that is a wonderful value to have, and I'm thankful I get to serve this congregation. Walking and, and caring for, walking with and caring for those who are struggling is hard. It is heartbreaking. It is exhausting, right? When you open your heart to Jesus, And then you find Jesus in somebody who's struggling and you say, I'm going to go with them wherever they go. There's a prayer that I can't remember who taught me, but I'm thankful they did. Jesus, break my heart with the things that break yours. Right? Who was it? No, no. That prayer predates casting crowns. <laughs> they, they stole it. They stole it. So, um, but Jesus, break my heart by the things that break yours. The, the disciples, as they walked into the, the pain of this man's life, they, they were obedient to Jesus. Jesus had told them to continue to pray. Jesus had told them to continue to worship, and they did. They were obedient. And because of that, they were open to what God might do. And they saw this man, and they didn't just pretend to see him. I'll pray for you later. They stopped. They obeyed what the Spirit of God told them to do. They were obedient to God. They went where where God told them to go. They paid attention. God is at work all around us. Do you know that? God is at work all around us. One of the reasons in every meeting I do, I ask, where have you seen God at work? I do that because I want you to pay attention through the week so that when we come together, you can say, this is where I saw God at work. Glory to God. And we can all go, glory. And we can have a good old time. And we can sense the Holy Spirit working in our world A lot of the times, it's not that God's not at work. It's just we're not paying attention. And so we miss it. God is at work all the time. And with people who are struggling, God has invited us to to not just walk by, but to to be obedient to Jesus, to enter in and to, to do something with what we have. I asked you if, if it seems overwhelming I'm going to add some, some of uh, the ones that I got this week. Oh, maybe. I was going to put these on the altar. I forgot. I don't have access to the altar. So we'll see what I can do. 
choosing the best. People struggle with the need for the power to control. We see a struggle for the future of our country. I'm not sure what that one says. Uh, struggling people who are struggling with their health, like dialysis. Here we go. People struggling with addictions. Choosing the best. Did I say that one? Families in crisis. Money, job, time. People who are struggling with hope. Native Americans on reservations. Poverty, alcoholism, missing women, discrimination. Helen is struggling with a bad cold. Daughter and grandchild who are struggling with health. Hurt people who lash out in anger. People who've given up hope because they just don't see change happening. Struggle with people who want to let others hurt nobody's lives but their own lives. With all of these struggles, and the struggles you didn't mention, struggles with depression, struggles with identity, struggle with accepting people who annoy you, struggles with uh, what to believe. Anybody struggle with that one? Struggle with who to believe, struggling with who to trust, struggling with uh, how are we going to get through, struggling with what's life going to look like after this diagnosis, after the funeral, after the loss, after the divorce, after the abuse. Those are all struggles that are real, aren't they? And my guess is for at least one of those, you have a face and a name, right? You have a face and a name of somebody who's struggling. I want you to note what Peter and John didn't do. They did not go form a committee. Let us form a committee on how to um, alleviate poverty. Do what? Let's take six months to form a study group. And they used, they saw the man. They paid attention. They saw him. Who are you paying attention to and seeing? Do you have a name? You got the name. At that moment, they paid attention to them, they saw them, and then they gave what they have. They gave what they have. Silver and gold, I don't have. Legislative power, I don't have. The ability to wave a magic wand and say, Shazam, it's all better, I don't have. 
but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you're healed. Do you have the same Jesus they had? Do you have access to the same Holy Spirit they had? Yes. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, thinking about that individual, you have some power to bring some healing and hope. You have some power. Is it going to change overnight like it did for that man? Are they going to walk away going, look, it all works now? Maybe, maybe not. But I guarantee you doing nothing will continue the situation the way it always has been. Right? So if you have somebody you know who's struggling to be themselves, who are, feel like they've got to hide because of that, walking next to them and saying, I don't care if you're out with everybody else, you can be out with me, I'm going to love you. If you know somebody who's walking in the darkness and the despair of, of depression, of suicidal thoughts, of, of being struggling with addiction, I know you may not be able to say to everybody, I want to be better, and I'm just going to love you, I'm going to walk with you, and I'm going to invite you to a better life. I, will, I love the words that, that Pastor Randy, who started Brianna's Hope, said. He said, I'm going to walk with you as far as you're willing to walk. I'm not going to push you from behind or pull you from in front. I'll walk with you as far as you're willing to walk. And you know what people want? I had a guy who struggled with poverty. At, at, at a church I served, I had a $50,000 fund to help people in poverty. It was a beautiful gift. And I was able to help people with some large needs. And he sat with me and he said, you know what? We're always going to have poor people. You know what poor people need? I said, beside money? He said, well, we need that. And I said, yeah. He said, we need people who will love us and walk with us in our poverty, not judge us. We need people who are going to love us and walk with us in our poverty, not judge us for being there. Right? How many of you have ever struggled with something? How many of you have struggled with, with uh, depression, with addiction, with fear? Anybody ever been afraid? Right? When you were afraid as a child, what did you do? Go to mommy. Why? Because mom Hold me and love me. My people, as the heart and hands of God, our heavenly mother and father, you get to be the one somebody could run and say, I'm afraid and I just need to know I'm not alone. Does it fix the problem? It helps the person. And sometimes that's all that's needed. Mommy, I'm afraid, please hold me. And mommy held me, and I was able to go back to bed knowing I was safe. There are situations where it's not safe, but having somebody walk with us so we know we're not alone means I don't have to face the future alone. I have the people of God with me. I have the people of God with me. You, church, have been a part of alleviating poverty in this community. Did you know that? You've helped with, with kids' closet, making sure kids have clothes so that they don't have the note in their calendar, go without pants, right? 
don't wear pants. You have been a part of, of that care. You have been a part of the care of, of helping people have food. But you've also done something more. You've provided a safe place for 120 kids during the school year to be, and another 150 kids, so 270, during the, the uh, summer, to have a place so that their parents can go work. Providing this location for childcare helps alleviate poverty. Every dollar spent on childcare returns between four and 10 to the local economy. You have helped enrich our community. Well done. Well done. Because by that math, early learning runs around $750 million a year. This church has returned 2.8 to $7.5 million to this community. Did you know you'd done that? Look at somebody near you and say, that's a lot of money. With these concerns, with somebody who's on dialysis, our church provided bags, right? How many bags did we give, do you remember? 150 bags of, of just stuff for people to do while they're on dialysis. And in there was prayers to let them know they're not alone. My hope for you this week is you will take some time this week to go and be with somebody who's struggling. Pay attention like the disciples did. Go and give what you have to give. And the best gift you have to give is your self. Give your time. Walk with somebody and let them know they're not alone. Love somebody. If you want to help on a, on a larger scale, write some letters to some, some politicians. Give your specific name, your address, and tell them that you vote. Tell them you are a registered voter and where. Because then they go, oh, I probably need to pay attention to this person. They might affect my future. Right? Tell them who you are, where you're registered to vote, and that you vote. And invite them to tone it down. Right? Whoever you're going to walk with, take some moments this week to, to pray for them and pray with them. And, and if you're, if you're going to go do some, some works of mercy, who's going to pray with you? Bishop Trimble, every year, he, he tells us, with little prayer, there's little power. With much prayer, there is much power. With no prayer, there is no power. You want to see God work through you? A little? Pray a little. You want to see God work through you a lot? Pray a lot. You want to see God work through you not at all? Don't pray. This week, who is struggling in your world? And if it's you, look around you. Family of faith. 
who just said they would one another one another. Was that a trick? No. Just invite you to your covenant. God, the need is so great. Help us. Do you ever get overwhelmed? Would you pray that with me? God, here is my strength. God, here is my heart. God, here is my mind. God, here is my soul. Help me to look and see what I can do this week to help you bring healing to those who are struggling with whatever. The disciples didn't have silver and gold. They had themselves and a Jesus who can do anything, and they gave what they had. You as a church have given what you're able to give. You've given a facility to help alleviate poverty in our community. You've given food because we're Methodists and that's what we do. You have given yourselves in, in caring for people. You have given yourself to the loved ones you have so they know they're not alone. What I'm asking you to do is continue that and find one more person you can love. Continue that and find one more person that through you, God can use your strength, your heart, your mind and your soul to go and touch the world that the world might be better. So where is that for you? Who is that for you? As, as we pray this again, I want you to hold that person in your heart and in your mind. God, here is my strength. God, here is my heart. God, here is my mind. Here is my soul. Help me to look and see what I can do this week to help you bring healing to those who are struggling. This week, if you, like Peter and John, pay attention, if you, like Peter and John, give what you have to give, if you, like Peter and John, go into the world with the purpose of shining the light of Christ, how will that person's life be better? How will that person's life be better? Please pray with me one last time. God, here is my strength. God, here is my heart. God, here is my mind. God, here is my soul. Help me look and see what I can do this week to help you bring healing to those who are struggling. All God's people said, amen. I promise you this. If you go and walk with somebody who's struggling, it will not be easy. But as I told my friend, God didn't call us to easy. God called us to be disciples. And disciples are obedient to God in Christ and open to Christ. And they are also people who have a life of service and hospitality. This is who we are as a people. You live it out every day. Let your light shine bright. Thank you.